coming back on a Thursday. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not need. That's amazing. That's so Ah, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on this subscription box that I accidentally (laughs) subscribed to when I was high. Yeah, bark box. Yeah, it came with the condos, dozens of them a month. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. I think, oh yeah, since this is a bonus Thursday episode, we ended up getting real at at the end of it. Yeah, so that was fun. All right, enjoy. This is the podcast hosted by Mir. And by all accounts, Jake is also here. They will answer your questions rather naughty and not. They'll make fun of you first, but then they'll give you advice. It's advice so nice that it should come at a price, but if you see some cheese, they'll have to get you that slice. So if you can't remove yourself from the situation, go right into the podcast sensation called If I Were You, If I Were You. Because if I were you, well, that's what I do. Thanks for nothing, Nathan Jorgensen. Wow, how dare you? <laughs> that I song. like that song. It was very 80s, yeah. right? Yeah, it was synth. Uh-huh, synthy. Yeah, you wouldn't get synth pop. Like, no offense, you're not a musician, but for someone like me... I am me, a musician. Go ahead, though. You're someone <laughs> Someone like you what? When I hear that, like... You're I'm, a musician? I'm, yeah, I am a musician. What's, what instrument do you play? I don't play? play an instrument. I understand. I am a music appreciator. <laughs> So you're not a musician. You you accurately named yourself the second time music appreciator. I I I feel like the pool of people who like music is a lot bigger than people who make music. No, I don't just like music. I appreciate it. Okay, I'm a music. Scientist. But you don't make it. I can't. It's hard. <laughs> All right, but so I know what goes into shit. Yeah, like uh, still, a, you're not describing a musician. A contractor doesn't know how to build a house. Yes, he does. He knows how to tell people to build a house. That's knowing how to build a house. <laughs> I'm an engineer. I'm a physical engineer. Yeah, yeah. Because you like Enya so much. <laughs> That's right. Nathan Jorgensen is the guy, and uh, he said, "My website. Should you choose to plug it, and we don't." 
Namaste. Namaste indeed. <laughs> it is champion of the heart resistance.bandcamp.com. <laughs> Long URL. Yeah. Champion of the heart resistance.bandcamp.com. He can, I suggest, just like to everybody that is a long, hard to pronounce, hard to spell, multi word URL. We will sell you koi oil. <laughs> no, somebody bought koi oil. Oh. But next time we have a Squarespace promo, we're going to give you some real legit, real legit URL ideas. Koi oil was taken. Oh, wow, it's a Jake and Amir. Some guy turned it into a Jake and Amir type site. Oh, sweet. Koioil.com would be an improvement on. Champion of the Heart Resistance. Not that your music isn't good. It's just that you just happen to have a bad domain name. That's fine. <laughs> That's, you're putting him on blast. You made us a free song. <laughs> Royalty free, actually. Uh, hey, this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet brought to you by us. I'm Dylan. And I'm Dylan, too. <laughs> Dylan, T-O-O. <laughs> if we were both had the same name, we wouldn't. Do be here right now, I no, think. I don't think so either. I would be probably a music engineer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be dead. Yeah, what if we just were both named Nathan? Nathan and Nathan. Would that work? The Nathans. Would we do videos and then this? Probably we would not. Write, we would have a web series called The Nathan's Show. And everybody would think that it was just a show about Nathan until they tuned in and they saw <laughs> the spelling was The Nathan's Show. Oh. Hard to pronounce... And that's all. <laughs> and not funny or good. Uh, yeah. Have there ever been like writing partners or like a team of two that had the same name? I think so. Like John and John or something? I I'm, can't think of them now, but I'm sure there have been. I mean, there's also like the Fairly Brothers and stuff. Right. So it could be, just be like something like that. Oh, uh, we call ourselves the Nathan I mean, that's Brothers. That's two people with one name. Yeah. <laughs> well, one last name. Right. They have different first names. Sure. Of course. Uh, it'll be like the Mario Brothers. So then if we our, both our names were John, we would just call ourselves Hurwitz and Blumenfeld. Oh, yeah. Kind of like how Laurel and Hardy had the same name. Right. John. <laughs> uh, so how does it work? This is an advice podcast. People write in, and they are seeking our advice. And then we read some of their emails on the show and offer it. The end. <laughs> Holy shit. 125 deep, and I nailed it. Nailed Stuck it. the landing. Uh, I forgot to put my phone on airplane mode. Oh. Maybe it's you too, but I hear a crickle crackle of a guy that's really trying to fuck with my shit right now. A crickle now. crackle <laughs> every time that I cackle. <laughs> it is me, and I am getting texts. Oh, I'm getting texts. <laughs> a lot of them, actually. Push notifications. Yeah. Here they come. When push notifications come to shove... I'm going to ask you to put it on airplane mode. Nice. Thank you. Um, we are uh, going to give these real emails from real people fake names to preserve their anonymity. Cool. This one is pretty epic. So why don't we come up with a real epic name for this epic dude? Hercules. Hercules writes, <gasps> Hey, guys. I've been in a relationship with a girl for about six months now, and things have been going great for the most part. We are basically best friends, and we get along amazingly and are crazy about one another. We talk to each other constantly every day, and we've never been in a fight or had any kind of conflict. Our relationship is by far the most functional and meaningful relationship I've ever been in. However, of course there's a however, there is one problem. She's afraid of having sex. 
She's never had a boyfriend or even been physical with another person on any level until we started dating. Not even a hug, let alone kissing. So she's very nervous and has a lot of anxiety about physical contact in general. She's had a phobia about physical contact with other people since she was a kid. So for her to even touch me in general is still intimidating for her. She is also paranoid about getting pregnant. She's even managed to convince herself that she was pregnant when she was a teenager, despite not even having touched a guy at that point. What makes the situation more difficult is that we're in a long-distance relationship. We live 2,000 miles apart and only get the chance to be with each other physically for a few weeks or a month at a time every two to four months. So there isn't really that much time for her to warm up to the idea of being physical with me since we are apart most of the time. I can assure you that the issue isn't about her not being sexually attracted to me because we've had the chance to mess around a few times in other ways. You know what I mean. And despite being very nervous, she does get incredibly aroused. And believe me, the floodgates open. Gross. I feel like I've been very patient and understanding of her up until now, as most guys I know would dump abroad in a heartbeat if they dropped $1,000 for a round trip and put in all the effort to visit someone internationally and didn't even get any poon out of the whole ordeal. But I really want to make this work because I do love this girl. I'm just afraid that if nothing changes this time around, I might not be able to handle the sexual frustration anymore and it might affect the relationship negatively. The next time I'll get to see this girl will be in June and chances of anything happen then are even slimmer because that will be her first time visiting me and she'll be very shy and will most likely be too uncomfortable and nervous being in a new environment. So my question to you guys is what would you do and do you think there's a way I can get her to relax and be comfortable with being more intimate with me? P.S. I'm also a 21-year-old virgin. Love, Hercules. Hercules! 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 <laughs> All right, next question. <laughs> oh, no. That one was... It's the most perfect relationship. It's so functional. It's it is amazing. without flaw. It is yeah. sans flaw. And she is petrified <laughs> to come into physical contact with me. We don't live near each other or in the same country. Other than those two caveats, it is ideal. She is extremely nervous, like a <laughs> rabbit grazing on a lawn. If I step onto said lawn, she will dart into the forest never to be seen again. Besides that, it is great. It is perfect. It is wonderful. I love this girl. I'm just afraid that these things will start weighing on me, but I'm not the kind of guy that gets pissed off that I spent $1,000 on a round trip flight not to get any poon. She's just lucky that I'm a cool, confident I'm guy really that doesn't cool. care about and that. This kind is my of stuff. one chance because when she visits me, oh, forget game over. about it. She no. is a tortoise inside she, her shell. I at will that not point. see her. There is. She no. will be wearing a Daft Punk helmet. <laughs> she is a space skittish, helmet. Scared, coy, and odd. <laughs> but besides that, she is mine. It is true, and we are soulmates. There might be a bigger issue here. This girl sounds like something might have happened at one point in her life that makes her so scared. Right. Is there something she's not telling you, perhaps? Yeah, it's almost like the game shouldn't be trying to get her to fuck you, but the game should be like trying to get her to overcome her physical discomfort in you know in every sense. Yeah, I, that I, should probably be. Again, addressed. we're not we're not uh, experts in any field, really. So I can't diagnose this girl with something, except for just having the very passive opinion that there might be something at the root of it, and maybe she should talk to a professional and figure out what it is. 
Right. Seems like there's this knot, a ball of like hair or rope at the center of her heart, and it's just you're it's still there and it's clogging something. That's kind of and you poetic. can't untangle that right now. You can't take it out of yeah. her because it's too thick to come out of like one right. pore. Well, now it's not getting poetic. You have anymore. to just sort of talk, <laughs> coax the tangle to become undone, right. and then pull poetic it out again. of her heartstrings. Right. Yeah, Ooh, poetic again. Nice. And then when it's out, there's the hole for you to slip your dick through, and very poetic at the end, <laughs> and stuck the landing. Uh, yeah, this sounds. Uh, I just feel like his focus shouldn't be on his penis, but on her heart yeah so talk to her about talking to someone else besides you because you maybe have a little bit of an agenda of course but that's okay it's okay to want to have sex with a girlfriend that lives two thousand miles away yes i'm not faulting you at all for that i just think that you'll have a more fulfilling experience if the root of the problem is addressed rather than um, sort of the, um, the the symptoms of the problem. Yeah, and don't feel afraid like you're going to come off as a sexual deviant by asking her to do this. Like, I feel like you are you think that you're the kind of guy who's like, I'm not going to pressure her at all. But then if you don't pressure her at all forever, the problem will just st- still be there. Right. I don't think you can just naturally get rid of her anxiety. Pure heart. Do this because you care about her, not because you care about yourself. And then in so doing, if she does see someone and does figure out some shit that's bothering with her. Ipso facto. You get laid. laid. <laughs> <laughs> ching, 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 ching. <laughs> ding, dollar sign. Ding, dollar sign. Ding. Oh, blank. Oh, you're shooting blanks, she bud. She still has deep-seated issues. <laughs> Pass the tissues. And you still live in Canada. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so there we have it. Figure, uh, help her get help. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it might not ever become a non-issue. <clears throat> excuse you? Absolutely, excuse me. Uh, was that the longest question we've ever answered? I don't know. It was very, very long. Yeah. I think at I don't least... I it was the longest, longest. Reading-wise, I think I did well. Yeah, Because did. I didn't stumble a lot. No, it was very nice. But if I didn't bring it up, you wouldn't have said anything. Yeah, that's the interesting part about doing a good job. <laughs> yeah. You like... If you read it perfectly, mm-hmm. I just don't notice, and I don't comment on it. And Sometimes if, I would. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I would. That's not fair. Sometimes yeah. I would. But most of the time, it's, you yeah. do you do well... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and we'll just move on. Yeah, there's no, um, no no reward for a job well done. Just, just not a scolding. scolding. Yeah, I'm an offensive lineman. You mm-hmm. only notice me when I do a poor job. Right. If I'm doing a great, amazing job, it's like, all right, adequate, fine, yep. normal. One slip up, you're bad. I will say that calling attention to yourself in this way, <laughs> demanding praise, uh, that's bad. <laughs> so scold for you. <laughs> Holy shit. Yep. Back at neutral. Uh, All right. Next question. This one will be a little shorter. A little more uh, relaxed. We need the name of a 14-year-old boy. Ooh. Aiden. (laughs) Based on anything specific? I don't know. I just feel like that's sort of a... Yeah, it's like a new name. Little dicky name. Yeah. It's like a name of a kid who was born after the year 2000. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, my name is Aiden, and I'm 14 years old. I have had bad back pain for the past few months, and after trying lots of stuff, the only option seems to be getting a massage. I'm worried that it would be weird for a kid my age to get a massage. 
I don't want to seem like some prissy bitch, but my back fucking kills. What's a normal age to get a massage? And keep in mind that this is not a rub and tug, just a normal massage to fix my fucked up back. I hate having my ability to seize the cheese being hindered by this old man problem. So help. Thanks. Love, Aiden. When you edit this podcast together, you should just use the one get a massage the, throughout the entire time. <laughs> oh, like use that audio clip over yeah. and over. This is not a rub and tug. Just a normal get, get a, a massage. massage. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of this episode now. Get a massage. <laughs> uh, it is funny that a 14-year-old wants a massage. But it's also funny that he's like so freaked out about it that he wrote us in for implicit permission. That's like one of those weird things that you would think about when you're like 14 through 18, I guess. <laughs> or 14 through for, forever, really. Just like, is this normal that it's happening to me? But it doesn't matter. And you can get a massage. And if you're embarrassed, I guess don't tell anyone. I feel like you need to fine. go with your parents if you're under 18 and you just go and do a massage. Yeah, parlor. it sounds like his parents are on. I feel like it's his parents' idea. He has this chronic back pain. <laughs> And it's it literally debilitating him to the point where he can't seize his cheese, but he's holding out because he doesn't want a prissy bitch move, get a massage. Have you ever gotten a massage? No, but that's because I'm not a fucking loser. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking go there. It's a dick prissy bitch move. I mean, I've gotten, I've never gotten a, prof- like, no, I've never gotten a professional massage. Yeah. I feel like I, have, I haven't either, but I feel like that'd be great. I've just never like had like been in a nice hotel and be like i guess for the next hour i'm gonna spend a hundred dollars on a nice massage yeah but i bet if i got one it would feel great it probably would but if i have like the time and i want to treat myself i'd almost always rather masturbate or drink yeah (laughs) but imagine if you had uh enough time to masturbate drink and then get a massage i guess i do and i still don't yeah i don't know i uh probably yeah probably would be nice and i mean if you think that it will actually help your back I would think it's you're definitely more of a loser for not getting the massage at this point than you are for getting it. Yeah. The coolest thing to do is not care. Right. And just take care of yourself. Yeah. In general, the coolest thing to do is not care. It's your back. You are hurting yourself because you care about what people think. And I would say (laughs) I'd be pretty surprised if any of your friends were like, you prissy bitch, you got a massage. Do you think cool people care the least or they're the best at hiding how much they care? Because I feel like the craziest people are the ones that care the most. Right. Like very neurotic. Oh, God, should I do this? Should I go to this party? Oh, this is so uncomfortable. I'm talking out loud about how uncomfortable this is. Yeah. I think cool people care, but maybe they like actively try to not care. They're just the best actors at hiding it. Or they like might... I can act cool. Does that make me cool? I feel like cool people could also, even if they're not, like, I think you could actively convince yourself to stop caring. So not even like, I'm hiding the fact that I care, but you should, but rather cool people would be like, I don't care. I can't care. I do not care. And then they actually stop caring. So like at first you just have to just lie and then you become so good at lying that you don't care. Right. It's kind of like how, like, if you tweet or post something on Instagram or Facebook, like it's it's not cool to say that you check how it's doing a lot. Like mm-hmm. you want to check how many likes it has, how many notes it has, how many shares and retweets it has. Right. But like, do cool people actually not check or do they just tell people that they never check? I guess cool people, cool people don't even post. <laughs> they're so cool. They're not on Instagram. Uh, I don't know. Well, you check obsessively. Yeah. I don't check obsessively. 
So when you post a picture, when was the when do you check how it's doing? I guess like right after I posted, I would refresh it to see if it like was off to a good start. <laughs> and then a couple minutes in, I want to see if it hit the triple digit. At the uh, five minute mark, I'd like to be at one fifteen. I really would. I've posted. I've po- definitely posted and never looked. No, that's not true. Never looked. Never looked. That's a, such a lie. No, well, maybe not never, ever, ever. But like, I you post and then just you in, in a day you just have you come back to it and see how it's been doing. Yes, definitely. I feel like I've heard you say like, "Oh, this picture is doing really well." Yeah, I mean, sometimes I'll do that, but I feel like it's that's well, I vacillate between caring a lot and not caring at all. I'm not cool all the time. Oh, so but there are times like when um, when I would post something and then like go back to what I was doing and forget about it. Right, for sure. But then you do check. It's not like when you reload Instagram, you're not like, oh, whatever, however many likes it has. I think I would, yeah. I, but I wouldn't like reload Instagram just to see. Do I, you have notifications on? Yeah, I have push notifications for, <laughs> for everything. Even people, um, yeah, 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 definitely. Every single app sends me push notifications. <laughs> yeah, I can see that right now. That's like a Dave Rosenberg thing. You just look at his phone and he has like 90 so apps. Much. Dave, also, he also has like a weird calendar to-do list as the background of his phone. But it's, it's an from Excel November. spreadsheet. Yeah, but from November. So it like looks kind of cool like he has something to do, but it's it's really just hasn't been updated. <laughs> Well, that's sort of part of my New Year's resolution is to check things less. Right. Yeah. Is it in order to be cool, though, or in order to have more free time? Uh, I think it's in order, maybe a little. No, I don't know if it's free time because it's not like it, like, even if you check Instagram 20 times a day, that's like 20 minutes. I'm not like using that to do any good. Right. I just want to like care less about that kind of stuff. That's, I still, I guess I would, I still um, look at Instagram a lot. I don't necessarily, not like I'm looking at my own photos and seeing how they're doing and stuff, but I do like refresh my feed a lot. I will say it's now day six of me checking Instagram only once a day, which seems <laughs> very insignificant. But it's but huge. S- but it's big. And I, 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 I'm starting to feel the impulse to check it less and less. That's really nice. Like I've weaned myself off of caring. That's like great. at first I would just open the app and be like, oh shit, I'm not supposed to look. And now I don't really think about it. And then at the end of the day, I look and I see like 12 photos. I'm like, oh, that was nothing. It's nothing. Although I will tell you, I'm still checking Twitter. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're big time on Twitter. But my friend Jesse actually made the uh, note that Twitter's borderline like quasi news as well. It's not like I'm just following news outlets. Well, I follow like basketball writers. So like I'm getting news. I guess it's technically It's like information. So it seems like a step above instagram photos to me i guess so yeah i'm like checking that right i mean we all like waste time just in different ways and you've decided to stop wasting your time with instagram and waste your time with basketball yeah which is i mean it's a step up you're like knowledgeable (laughs) in in a different yeah but because the information you get from instagram is not useful at all right no but well i don't remember anybody's photo in the last like three days that you've like, does that affect your life in any way? Um, well, I follow a lot of, like, dog Instagrams and, like, backpacking Instagrams. So sometimes I'll see a, a place on Instagram that I'll, like, research and say, oh, I'd like to go oh, there. Oh, like, you're getting mini inspiration. Mini, very mini inspiration. And I definitely, like, I look up dog breeds all the time on Instagram. Dog breeds? Yeah, like, I'll see a dog <laughs> and say, that's a really cute dog, and I'll read what breed it is, and then I'll go and Google other pictures of that breed of dog. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that's an example of dog breeds. <laughs> uh, let's take a break right now, and uh, we'll be back after we thank a few more sponsors. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's, uh, right. it's a, it's, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's a non-movement good. movement a, is anti-movement yeah. <laughs> one anti-movement uh, seems i'll like have it should to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's fitness more of a fitness yeah it's more of a fitness yeah. nah thing yeah uh, squarespace ai also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website they can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, Mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never Mm -hmm. complain or talk about it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And And a masquerade. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, f- you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, mm-hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, mm-hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh, love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. Oh, hey. <laughs> 
are we back or are you talking to me? <laughs> it's the same thing. We're back and I'm talking to you. All, All right. right. Hey. Next, next question. Uh, <laughs> this one's social media related, so it's very apropos. Very thematic. Yeah. Give me a name. Guy's name? Mm. Oh, that's a good question. Oh, no, it's a female name. <sighs> Amira. The fuck's that supposed to mean? You're obsessed with social media. <laughs> Bullshit. I check Instagram once at night. All right, ready? <clears throat> so my close friend has started being really annoying and uptight lately. I don't know what her problem is. Recently, I went peer jumping with her and we took some photos. I made a photo that included both of us jumping off a pier as my cover photo on Facebook. She didn't really like how she looked in the photo, but she let it go the whole time. I then changed my cover photo to something different, but a few days later changed it back to that photo of us jumping off the pier. Well, she lost her shit. She basically harassed me, sending me many texts and Facebook messages telling me to delete the photo because apparently she didn't want a photo of her in a bikini on Facebook. I, for a fact, know that this is not true. She is the wannabe rebel who tries to look really cool by saying she likes drugs and smoking, so I know something as simple as a photo in her bikini wouldn't scare her. I look really good in this photo, but I don't know whether to take it down or not. It also has a lot of likes too, but I'll feel like somewhat of a bitch if I don't delete it. I don't feel too bad because she has done this many times to me in the past. She constantly uploads photos of me without even asking. And I even got into some deep shit once with my parents because she uploaded photos of photos of us at a party that were apparently inappropriate and that same day my dad jokingly looked himself up on facebook at his work and found those party photos because her account is on public do i become the bitch and leave it up or just delete it i never know what to do in situations like this with this particular friend because she always has she's always in different moods and i feel like one moment she can forgive me and another she will attempt to publicly shame and hurt me thanks amira i don't know why but i i can't stop thinking about the dad jokingly looking up himself on facebook while he's at work well this is a sort of a cute little thing i'll put randy <laughs> and i'll put my last name jonas with three s there's my fucking daughter whoa Ow. amira get in here ow <laughs> Who tagged me in this photo of you hey. doing a, a keg stand? Randy, Randy. <laughs> Don't Randy me. You, you, you you're a defense attorney, Randy. You really have to get you have to get into it. <laughs> you're a surgeon, Randy. Someone's on the operating table. I'll be there in a fucking heartbeat. His uh, heart did stop beating. Uh, mm, this is tough. Uh, the she photo should, has a lot of likes. These people shouldn't be friends. <laughs> we get a lot of email being like, my best friend is a horrible meanie. He's or she's been doing this, 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 and this to me. Ruining my life ostensibly. What should I do about this? Right. Well, this girl's also like, you guys have a, a hateful relationship because you're like, my best friend is acting like an uptight bitch. And then you go on to say like a bunch of mean <laughs> things unsolicited about her. Like, I know she doesn't care if she has a bikini Facebook picture on there because she's a wannabe <laughs> rebel and she's always having these mood swings and she thinks she's so cool. Yeah. Like, you have a lot of hate in your heart for her, too. People talk about best friends like they're brothers or sisters, like they can't get rid of them. Right. They were their best friends for sure, and they've probably been best friends for the majority of their lives. 
But that's what happens with friends is that you drift in and out of best friendships. You grow apart. Yeah. Who I am at age nine is different than who I was at age 18, yeah. 27, For 36, sure. 45, That's 54. why I fell in love with you when you were 23. Nine. <laughs> oh, 23, of course. Uh, so one way to do this, one way to go about this is to um, delete the picture and then delete her from your life. Yeah. I would say delete both. Yeah. Get rid of her. Why can't you crop it? Why can't you crop it? Or if you if you get a Photoshop expert to digitally remove her, yeah. it's, it is hard, but people can do that. Why can't you just crop it though? Just because if it's if it's a, if it's like she, let's say it's a, a huge wide shot and it's two people in it, you yeah. can't really crop one person out of it if they're That's like true. both in the center. But you of could a just really make it. Picture. You don't have to make it your cover photo. It could be your profile picture. That's also bad. Just crop it. <laughs> crop it. <laughs> It is funny to care about Facebook likes. That's like a specific thing. I don't want to take it down. It has so many likes. likes. You know, likes, the currency that are worthless, you can't use anywhere, or it doesn't really mean anything. Nobody really knows how many likes other people's photos have, but I just, I like having that many likes on a cover photo. Well, doesn't, to me, it's, I think the weird thing about likes is not like the number, but like the, the people who like it. Because you'll like look at, say something you post has 100 likes, uh-huh. and like, I like it. Dave likes it, Marty likes it, whatever. But then, a girl that you like likes it. Oh, yeah. My like, Marty's like, Dave's like, mean nothing. Sure. All the strangers likes mean nothing. It's not the But quantity. her like is, is a, it's an, it's, it's her blowing you a kiss. That's right. And everybody else is just like, oh, this is cool, this is cool, this is cool. Yeah. But the girl that you like, she can't say, this is cool. She's saying, I have a crush on you for this photo. But if I take it down, I've already gotten that like. She's already kissed me. Right. So I can get rid of the photo now. I can delete all my Instagram photos, but the information that was in there that I received when I got it is still existing. Right. In fact, let's go, let's go one for one deleting each other's Instagram photos until there's none left. Really? <laughs> I'm not ready to do that. That's an interesting, like, would you, if I just, like, ran, picked a, at random an Instagram photo of yours and asked you to delete it, Ooh. is there one? Uh, is, I don't think there's one that I would care if I deleted. Like, I guess I like having a chronicle of my last, like, year or two in photos that I thought were good. Yeah. But I don't, like, I don't value any individual, except, obviously, for the one, the most recent one that I got, that got nearly 7,000 likes. By the way, I don't know if you guys saw the video on Facebook, uh, if not... Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> you Humbled, honored, and coy <laughs> to have you any of those to stand on you. For me to be a god to you is you so stand on the shoulders of a giant. giant. <laughs> and I, I but it's not a giant. It's a giant made out of seven thousand small ants. <laughs> so each individual liker was a small ant to me. Oh yeah, actually, all of you out there, you guys stand on the yeah. shoulders of a giant god. <laughs> you is- are ants on my shoulders. <laughs> I lift you up so you can climb on mountains. I am the wind beneath your wings. <laughs> and I am honestly humbled by it. And I appreciate it. And namaste for it. But I don't think there's any one single Instagram photo that you can delete. Right. If this girl's saying, bad. like, delete this photo, I do think you kind of have to delete the photo. Sure. Just delete it. Just so you can get it off her back. Like, yeah. no cover photo is worth Somebody, like, saying, I hate this. Please, please, please take it down. Though yeah. she can, like, untag herself in it. But I guess it's, it's beyond that. The damage has been done. Delete the photo. Start phasing this girl out of your life. Yeah. You guys have a bad relationship. Break up. Best friends, you know? Oh, yeah. 
Uh, all right. Should we get to the last question? Should we take a break? Is there anything that's been going on in your life, in your world? How are you? Well, we talked about the resolutions. That was a, that was one. Um, How's your resolution going? It's going. Oh, it's going good. Yeah. Are you getting shredded yet? I didn't have a croissant this morning. What did you have instead? Oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that that might make you just as fat a bowl of oats than no. a croissant? Oh, a bowl of oatmeal is definitely better than a croissant. But would you say, in terms of making you, giving you carbs, it's equal, if not worse, to have the bowl of mealed oats? Yeah, I, I don't really subscribe to the whole carb thing. Oh. The croissants, it's, cro- croissants are a shitload of butter. There's no uh, butter in oatmeal, right? So it's the fat you're concerned about. It's not the, the carbs. Yeah, I don't actually know, but I, I think <laughs> that having the oatmeal with the banana is better for me than having the croissant from Starbucks. Yeah, I would say so. It's definitely a step in the right direction. So there we go. What about just having the banana? But that, like, I just, I know I'll be really, really hungry if I have that, and I'll do something stupid. (laughs) I'll do something crazy. (laughs) I'll do something dumb. Oh, shit, it's happening. It was already hard enough for me to go to Starbucks and not get a croissant. Yeah. Yeah, I I fear that if I have a banana, I'll get the croissant. (laughs) I really have uh, but to. Just a banana for breakfast will turn into a banana and a croissant. And then a drumstick. Those <laughs> ice cream cone drumsticks. And, uh, yeah, now I'm, as soon as we're done recording this, I'm going to go to the gym and pump iron. Yeah. So there we go. So you're saying so far so good for you. Day, well, I guess it's been two days. And in Well, the two yesterday days, you I, did have a croissant. Yesterday I had a croissant, <laughs> but I went to the gym. <laughs> and, I had a health, and I had a nice healthy dinner and a healthy lunch. Yeah. So there we go. That's great. And then today, no croissant. And I haven't gone to the gym yet, but I'm going to. It's day two. You can't fucking check in with me this early. <laughs> I resent the accusation. <laughs> this is good. This is holding us accountable. Yeah, that's Because if you slip up, then I, you know I'm going to tease you on this. I haven't cast. slipped up and you're teasing me yeah. now. <laughs> so what's going to happen if I do? I might as well have a croissant. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm just eating it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. You turn into Scooby-Doo when you eat. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, Austin. Yes, our show. That's what we forgot to talk about last time. Oh, yeah. We're having two shows coming up very soon. January 23rd, Austin at the North Door. Tickets are about 70% sold out. Shit, you should buy them. So get them, get them now. And then we're uh, doing another show the next night, January 24th. Is that a Sunday? I thought the 25th was Sunday. I thought the 24th is Austin. Oh, yeah. 24th, Saturday in Austin. 25th, Sunday in Houston. Yeah. That's what it is. As part of the Come and Take It Comedy Festival. Houston's first comedy festival. All right. Are we making history? Yes. Of course. Does that mean we're, like, heroes? Oh, jeez. Yeah, it does. Yeah, because if you're part of history, you're, like George Washington, for example, right. is a hero, hero. heroic oh. hero. Yep. Hitler, Stalin. They're all heroes part of, because they <laughs> rewrote. By your logic. They're in the textbook. Right. We are now in the textbook of Houston comedy. Wow. Which is pretty neat. We're, uh, we're humbled, honored, and coyed. most of all, coyed by it. Uh, <laughs> so those are going to be fun shows. Please come by and then stick around after and we'll have fun. Right? Yeah. I would definitely say so. Because especially in Austin, Saturday night, dude. Yeah. I'm going to rage my fucking face off. <laughs> well, what about Friday night, the night before? I'm also going to rage my face off that night. <laughs> Sunday Well, Houston. Friday night, I'm going to rage my face off. Saturday night, I'm going to rage my balls off. And then <laughs> Sunday night, I'm going to take it easy. Because it's, yeah, we can, we can sort of relax a little bit. Yeah, Sunday's we, more of like a come We down. have to, an early flight on yeah. Monday. I actually might not even go to the show in Houston. <laughs> I'm feeling a little feverish and faint right now. Yeah, I got really hungover after the party in I, Austin. Can you give me that croissant real yeah. quick? 
You think you're going to have a croissant when you're hungover in Austin? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. I let myself off the hook. I, I don't I think there's any a use cheat. being like, don't be hard on yourself. Yeah. On like Sunday, I'll have it a cheat day. I really will. <laughs> and that's like at least two croissants because I got a whole making up to do. I'm looking forward to my cheat days already. Okay. <laughs> I actually might make, might make Tuesday a cheat day and get a late day croissant. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be going to the gym, so I think I've earned it. Actually, I might not even go to the gym. <laughs> if the croissant weighs me down. <laughs> Which it will. Uh, croissant is a buttery smile. That's why it's shaped like that. Nice. Uh, we have one but last what it really is, is a buttery frown. Because <laughs> that's how it makes you feel about yourself. When you're done with the croissant, do you feel sad? No, I feel... Well, I feel sad that it's gone. Yeah. But I feel so Don't happy. Be sad. I feel happy when I get it. Yeah. I feel so happy when I'm eating it. And then when it's gone, I'm a little sad because it's not there anymore. But I'm happy knowing that I'll, I'll get one tomorrow. That's how I used to feel. And now I don't feel like that anymore. <laughs> now I make oatmeal like a fucking 91-year-old. Um, one last dude. All right. A male friend of ours. A friend of ours? Well, he will be a friend because we're going to give him advice. We don't actually know this person. Oh, so it was like a guy friend of ours. Yeah. Mike. Mike writes, I think I may be a sociopath. This all has to do with girls, and this may have been a problem that Jake has dealt with before, but I am more like a mirror, so any advice is much appreciated. I get bored of girls. Not like once in a while. Every girl I have ever dated, I have gotten bored with, so I friend zone them. This process usually happens within a month, but lately the time it takes for boredom to set in has become even smaller. I was at a party the other day, and I met a nice girl, and we made out by the end of the party, and then I went home. And by then, I was bored of her. Less than five hours later, I was bored. Another thing is that I've never gotten sad at a breakup. Usually I'm glad when they break up with me because I'm already bored of them by that time. Any advice on how to become a normal norm uh any advice on how to become a more normal human or at least not a sociopath is greatly appreciated. Thanks, Mike. I was bored of her. Yeah. <laughs> I went home and I was bored. <laughs> I was watching a pretty captivated TV show, but even still I was kind of bored by it. Yeah. I stopped the TV show, I stood up, I put my hand to my forehead, and I said, oh, I'm bored. <laughs> it's, it's a revelation. It's so crazy. Shit. I actually picked up a piece of wood, a two-by-four, and I said, you know what this is? It's a board. I was floored by this board. <laughs> I was absolutely floored by the board. Then I went to open. You know what I did? I opened a door. Yeah. <laughs> you opened a door? Yeah, I opened a door. And in came dord. a cord. <laughs> I don't know where this door to cord came in, but I was floored and bored. Can you tell me, Lord? <laughs> Why am I bored? Is bored the right term that he's... Is he using the word bored wrong? I guess not. But I also, like, I never... I don't think I ever get bored of... Like, girls are so exciting. Because they're new. If you're getting bored, you're doing something wrong. And you're boring, maybe. Yeah, isn't there, I like, a like phrase the where it's like, the only people who are... If you're bored, you're boring. If you're bored, then you're boring. Oh, yeah. The agony and the irony. It's killing me. Oh. You're boring. Uh, I'm not sick, but I'm not <laughs> bored. I think, yeah, you're boring. Because, <laughs> like, I'm bored of you. How does it feel? I don't have that. The problem that I have is that I'm excited all the time. 
and that you're new and you're new and you're new and I haven't seen your butt. I haven't seen your pussy. What does it feel like? What does it look like? What does it taste like? What does it taste like? I do genuinely want to know. So <laughs> curious. The fact that you just kiss a girl and go home and be bored, you fucked up. <laughs> you're a cold steak. You're a cold, dark, purple I kissed piece her of her meat. Now I'm bored. Well, actually, no. I maybe I felt like that too. Like the chase is over. Yeah, the chase is over. You're thrilled by the chase. That's your problem. But, but like, but his chase ends at kissing. Yeah, sometimes it does. I actually do understand that. But here's this is so that's why I think I have advice for him. You just make every single thing the chase. For you know, example. Like, it's exciting that you leading up to kissing her. That's great. That's exciting. And that's like a, a milestone. Uh-huh. But then you don't have to get bored. Then like, what's your next goal? I want to get her to open up to me. I want to share something with her. I want to touch her boobs. Uh, don't make it all about your like sick perverted agenda. <laughs> no. But, uh, but rather just like keep, you keep the relationship alive through like you didn't. It's not over when you kiss. Is basically the thing that you need to recognize. So don't consider that the end of the game. Right. Because then you're, sure, then you're bored. You think that, like, you, basically, you beat the first level and you're bored of the video game. Yeah. You haven't gotten to a boss yet. Yeah. You, you're not good at the game. You're not a boss. You're not the boss of me. You have to keep on playing. Here's another thing to realize. Every person on Earth is smarter or more knowledgeable than you about something. So if you're ever bored, just try to find out what that one thing is. And then you're at the very least, you're becoming a better person by hanging out with this person. Yeah, that's, a, I, that's almost like a nice New Year's resolution. Just try just to like, get to know people more. Yeah, I mean, definitely, I think we both do that. Maybe that's why you're starting to realize that. But like, I feel like I'll um, Discount often people. just like sort of, yeah, just try to stop talking to people to be like, oh, this is, I want to leave this oh, conversation. I want to write people off. Yeah, I'm quick to write people off. Yeah, well, that's a question I've been asking people. It's like, oh, what are you surprisingly good at or knowledgeable at? And then it's like, I'm always at least, like, the answers are always at least interesting, intriguing enough to keep the conversation going. Right, that's true. That's nice. So that's, I guess, a, two bits of advice. Yeah. Is your, your shitty advice, which was, what was it again? The thing about the game? What was uh, the game? I refuse to answer the question if it's phrased like that. <laughs> You're leading me. <laughs> Walking into a trap. No, you said don't don't just be content with kissing. You can delve deeper into this relationship than right. that. And mine is sort of uh, a way to do that, which is to try to gain or learn something from every interaction you have. Right. Also, I bet you, it better. sounds like you're not. He's not sharing anything about himself, and that's mm. not letting him feel invested, and that's allowing him to feel bored because he's just like finding shit out about somebody till they like him or something. Yeah. But if you start uh, sharing as well, then you'll be a little more captivated. It seems like kissing is always exciting, though. It's hard to like get so, what's it called? Like when you're numb or mute or like... Yeah, I mean, that, I think that happens when you just kiss a lot of people that you don't actually like, which I've dealt with, too. So like kissing isn't even a little bit exciting? Isn't it always at first a little bit exciting? Yeah, it's always at first a little bit exciting. But then sometimes you're like... You'll kiss someone and you'll say, oh, I know I don't want to take it further. And I know that, like, I was, I like being liked. So I charmed someone to the point where they oh. wanted to put their lips on mine. And, and it's like, like oh. yay, that's like a micro victory. And I walk away. But I don't think that's healthy or good. I'm saying, like, <laughs> try to go beyond that. Or, like, you know, don't follow those roads down if you know, like, don't follow those roads if you know that's where you're going to go. If you know that you're going to kiss somebody and then walk away and be bored. 
try to find somebody who excites you and like each step of the process is going to be exciting is it possible that he just hasn't found a really crazy cool amazing person in his life yet yeah like there's someone that'll take him out of his sociopathic shell yes but i also think that he has to give all of those people a chance right because one by one going back in time this Mm -hmm. is the plot of your movie every one by one i invented time machine (laughs) and i use it not to like help anybody but to just go back and uh get to one base further than than every girl i uh, kissed with it's called the one base further it's funny if i had a time machine i'd go back and try to convince our parents to name each other the same thing yeah that would be just to see what would happen in this alternate dimension where we're both named nathan (laughs) i really would be dead uh all right that's it that's our time thanks for listening thanks for writing in thanks for submitting your theme songs and your thumbnails we need everything uh if you do have a theme song for us we open and close every episode with it the first one was by nathan this last one is from jorge hip hip Jorge. Hip, hip. Jorge. <laughs> uh we also need thumbnails submissions we're running low every time we post our podcast on facebook we use a a image 615 by 300 but we'll take what we can get we'll crop it accordingly unlike the girl in the third question and then also, if you have any questions that you want us to answer, if you're in a sticky situation or a predicament of your own, the email address for every single one of these things is ifiwereyoushow at gmail.com. Uh, we'll see you guys on Monday, and uh, we'll see you guys in Austin, whether or not you're coming to the show. You Woo. will be there. Bye. This was for Josh and Amir. Ifiwereyoushow at gmail.com. The Pinch lives on. Well, if you got a problem that you think you need some help with Email this guy Sin and they will tell you how to handle it Or maybe not, they might just laugh in your face But it's cool, cause here yeah, we're all friends I got my Merkin on point when I need help with my Tinder game That one goes to Jake and Samir, there you kinda lame Just kidding, you both a hashtag dope And if you don't already know, this is If I were you, the show